Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said, what comes out of a man is what defiles a man. This morning, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I want us to consider the idea of intention. And when considering intention, I can't help but think of the first time I ever really considered the word intention as such. And it happened to be when I was a very young man back in high school. More precisely, I was a sophomore in high school. And it happened that my sophomore year, I was asked to a formal lead-out or cantillion event by a young lady. Now, I reckon these are pretty common in Southern life, although to my mind they're a bit strange. But for those of you who are not aware or who have never been asked to or heard of a formal lead-out, once a year, young ladies ask young gentlemen out for an evening of formality and public spectacle. These ladies and gentlemen get dressed up. They have a thousand pictures taken of them and of their friends and of their parents all dressed up in their best clothing. Now after all the pictures are taken and after the parents and friends have ooed and awed, the evening moves to its most awkward point. Going to an event hall, in my case it was a temple theater in Meridian, with hundreds of people seated and ready in the audience with the young ladies and young gentlemen looking their best, standing in line and taking turns walking across the stage while everybody claps. And then, in another fine Southern tradition, after all the formalities are over and done, there's an after party. So anyway, when I was in 10th grade, I was very kindly asked, and despite my better judgment, obliged. The evening came, And I went to pick up my date, dressed in my tuxedo hair when I had it, combed perfectly, and I was looking as presentable as humanly possible, a gentleman's gentleman. In yet another fine and honorable Southern tradition, my date for the evening was not quite ready to go when I arrived, and there were pre-lead-out pictures to be taken, and everyone had to look at us and admire how nice we looked. Now with all these fine and honorable southern traditions stacking up one upon another, I found myself suddenly the main character in a John Hughes film, sitting in a study, dressed formally, feeling awkward, and having a very forced conversation with the father of my date. Or rather, it was not a conversation at all. I should say I was being questioned by the father of my date while my actual date was in the back of the house putting the finishing touches on her accoutrement. Her dad was very direct and did not fancy at all the idea of his 10th grade daughter going on a date of any kind, even if it was she who had asked me. As we sat in the study in awkward silence, he spoke. Just what, young man, are your intentions with my daughter? 
excuse me, sir? Said I, just what are your intentions with my daughter? Now only being in 10th grade, I had no idea that one could have intentions. And I really had no idea what intentions were, much less what my intentions were for our date. So thinking as quickly as I could, I said, oh, 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 sir, to have a nice evening, to try not to trip as we walk across the stage. He showed not even the slightest of smiles. And now that I have a daughter and I'm a bit more wizened, now that I am already dreading the day the first young man comes to our house to take my own daughter on her first date, I can hear myself saying those same words. So, young man, what are your intentions for my daughter? <laughs> intention. They say the road to hell is paved with them. And intention is what this gospel lesson this morning is all about. All these evil things come from within they defile a man. Now it's been my experience that intention is the meaning behind what we do or what we mean to do even. I meant to mow the yard today. I had good intentions, but it was too hot. I intended to take out the garbage this morning. I promise, I just forgot. But intention, not as understood as a quip or a thought, behind something is understood in Christian thought is a little different. First, it is an act of the will. Intention is a part of the faculty of choice, meaning we human beings have the ability to choose good or to choose evil, and intention is a part of that process of choosing. Intention is first choosing good or choosing evil, choosing God or choosing self. With that choice, the human soul, our souls, in an effective manner, desire to reach an end by employing means. It's very heavy talk, but that is to say, we concentrate our will and have resolve that is lacking in my statement. I meant to take out the trash. I had good intentions. If you lack resolve, you lack intentions. When thinking about intentions faithfully, intentions are more than a thought or a desire. It is thought coupled with resolve or action. So intention is a choice in the energy or desire or resolve to do something. And that something is either good or evil. For as our Savior this morning tells us, that is what comes out of the heart. Now to take this point a bit more clearly, let's look at something that is vigorously contested in our southern tradition, alcohol. St. Augustine of Hippo, one of the greatest minds of the church, who was universally loved, evangelical, Catholic alike, said something to the effect that nothing in and of itself is either good or bad. Nothing in and of itself is either good or bad, but it's how we use it. It is what our intention is. So if we consume alcohol, there are some questions that must be asked. There's an examination of the soul that must occur to determine and clarify our true intentions. Do we follow the laws of a just government? Do we follow the laws of our church that say we're not to drink beyond our ability to reason or to impair our ability to reason? Do we endanger ourselves or others? Do we consume alcohol to escape from crises? It goes on and on. One of my favorite 
persons when thinking about this was a fellow by the name of Noah S. Soggy Sweat. He was a sometime Mississippi legislator, and he summed up St. Augustine's idea of intentions very nicely during the Prohibition de debate in 1952. And I'll quote, this is a rather long quote, but I think it's worth it. Soggy says, this is how I feel about whiskey. If when you say whiskey, you mean the devil's brew, the poison scourge, the bloody monster that defiles innocence, dethrones reason, destroys the home, creates misery and poverty, yea, literally takes the bread from the mouths of children. If you mean the evil drink that topples the Christian man and woman from the pinnacle of righteousness, gracious living into the bottomless pit of degradation and despair and shame and helplessness and hopelessness, then I am certainly against it. But if when you say whiskey, you mean the oil of conversation, the philosophic wine, the ale that is consumed when good fellows get together, that puts a song in their hearts and laughter on their lips, and the warm glow of contentment in their eyes, if you mean the Christmas cheer, if you mean the stimulating drink that puts the spring in the old gentleman's step on a frosty, crisp morning, if you mean the drink which enables a man to magnify his joy and his happiness and to forget, if only for a little while, life's great tragedies and heartaches and sorrows, then certainly I am for it. Now, it's this sort of process that determines intention. And performing the sort of faithful examination of consciousness, holding up the desire and exercise of the will against the faith of the church in Jesus Christ, we can more fully realize intention. And at the same time, the same examination of intention should be used for each and every one of our actions, not left only to prohibition discussions, but each and every one of our actions. For that is the only method in which we come to discern whether or not we are doing the will of God. What is our intention? Now I have, throughout the course of my life, done many things for the wrong reason. It might have been good and noble in effect. It might have even advanced the kingdom of God, but my heart was in another place. My intention was not noble and pure. I've also done things throughout the course of my life in which I tried to convince myself were good and noble, were of God, but my true intention was selfish, was evil, if you will. And that is the sort of stuff that defiles us. That is what is evil. It's not so much whether we take a sip of drink or not. It's whether or not our intention is to give glory and honor to God Almighty or not. For while if we desire, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, we might be able to get away with saying our intentions are pure and noble, while in our hearts we desire only to please ourselves. While we might get away for that for a while, we cannot trick, we cannot pull the wool over God, over the eyes of our Father in heaven. He knows our intention. He knows what is in our heart. So even if we can fool others, brothers and sisters, even if we can fool ourselves, we cannot fool God. It's the same with others. If we cannot know for certain their intentions either. For while they may have 
concentrated their desire to honor God, while they may have thought about their intention and, dis and discerned it true, they might not have the faculties to make it good. While it might be their greatest desire to work to the end of pleasing God, they might not have the means to accomplish the task, and only God knows for certain. We are not to judge the hearts of others. Beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, take to heart the importance of intention. Work on the process of examining your soul, learning how to do it each and every day over and over again. It takes practice. It takes dedication to be able to do so in each and every instance, to go through the process of determining and altering, if necessary, intentions. Are they to the glory of God or are they of something else? In the end, God knows what comes from your heart. It cannot be hidden. So while you can fool others with great speeches or say that you are a Christian while not having the resolve or the desire to do good, God knows what it is that comes from a person's heart. God knows that what comes from a person's heart is what defiles a person. So let our intentions be noble, brothers and sisters, and our hearts be pure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.